0: everyone. Hello, hello, hello. Well, hold on. First off, I hope we're doing well, but really, I don't know if it's good morning, if it's good afternoon, if it's good evening. I don't know when you listen, but I also don't know where you listen, if we're on our way to work, possibly even commuting home. And again, if we are lounging listening to this podcast, in my head, I think Hamptons. But somewhere in South Carolina, Los Angeles, Oklahoma, Boise, Sweden, New Zealand. I can name everywhere, everywhere. It really doesn't matter. I appreciate it. And this is the seventh time in a row that I've said this. If you work out to this podcast, I support it. I love it. I'm just curious why. Um, What gets you going? If it helps the cardio. I don't know if we're on the bike, if we're running if we're lifting, if we're getting a sick pump. I I I like that vibe. I just don't know why. So far, two people have let me know. If you work out to this podcast, my DMs are always open. Let's FaceTime, let's talk on the phone, let's text. And with that being said, everyone, this is the Monday morning commute, the 50th installment. My name is John. Everyone, here's my thing: the first ever installment of the Monday morning commute. It was released, I believe, late May 2018, but recorded in a house built in the 1940s. There was no AC. I did a lot of sweating that summer. The mic laying on its side on top of books, notebooks, and a large box of white rice. But now, everyone, the 50th installment of the Monday morning commute, uh, not in a house built in the 1940s, but instead a Honda CRV. i I'm assuming built and assembled in 2007. Uh, edition 2008, the mic not on its side. And to be honest, I can't see a box of white rice anywhere, uh, but a mic stand the pot filter. It's always been there. If that's not what people call a glow up, I don't know what is everyone. I'm very excited for this for this installment, five zero. And again, it's a number where I feel like I should make a big deal out of it. And I'm going to, and to be honest with you, I had no idea it was the 50th installment until I was sitting bar side cafe, Uh, that iced Americano, it's been put away, the bagel with butter, uh, gone as well. And I'm thinking to myself, great, this week, here's what we're gonna do, I'm going over ideas and, and kind of what I wanted to talk about. And then I realized, wait a minute, Last week we talked about summer camps for the 49th installment meaning this week is 50 immediately okay i need to talk about 50 cent and echo unlimited footwear i need to address candy shop many men and i and I, I here i'll do that right now i love all the songs i like 50 cent but what else i'm sure i can talk about his i mean i've talked about his vitamin water commercials i I could talk about his stint with Bellator. I think he's still doing that. His feuds with Floyd Mayweather. We could discuss his documentary. We could discuss how you know there's a point in time where 50 Cent, in terms of just pop culture fitness, I mean, he was up there, number one, maybe. But it almost felt forced because the original plan, before I realized this was episode five zero, or excuse me, installment of the Money Morning Commute five zero, I was thinking, you know what? I want to talk about a time. A time where I shook hands uh, with a Korean-American who cooks Chinese food. Who won the Pesto World Championships. Who has tasteful neck tattoos. A a time where I saw a tin bucket filled with beer from Singapore. A time where I was actually at a brunch event that I approved of. A A time where I checked IDs not two months after I turned 21. That's what I wanted to talk about. And you know what? That's exactly... What I'm going to do, everyone, let's establish a few things. The the who, the what, the when, the where, the why, time period, October 2016, what? Portland Food Weeks, Hangover Brunch Eternal, involving who? Mission Chinese Food, Pock Pock. where? The Whiskey Soda Lounge, Portland, Oregon. Where do I actually fall into any of this? Well, on the resume, it says financial operations intern, and all reality, more of some sort of assistant position with viewership from the back end. I was actually employed by Poc Poc for a few months. And perks of that, 50% off at all the restaurants. And if I haven't mentioned this before, Poc Poc is home to, I think, with little to no question, the pound for pound, greatest chicken wing on the planet, Ike's Vietnamese fish sauce wings. Put them up against anything. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. They will come out on top. That's really the playing field. The hangover brunch eternal... And everyone I know, a brunch, this, again, was before I firmed up my beliefs on it. Either way, the hangover brunch eternal, a stroke of genius, really. The Portland Food Week, uh, parlaying common sense with survival instincts. Uh, There was a late dinner the night before, they're thinking, you know what? Let's tack on another event. $75 tickets, here's what we're gonna do. Uh, Hair of the dog, in a bucket. Horchata mimosa, sounds fun, let's mix it. Uh, Porridge and thrice-cooked bacon, you know what? Celebrity chef, fly them in. It's brilliant. And the people of Portland, I mean, you hear celebrity chef, they're going to come flocking. And they did. Those tickets sold out insanely quick. But who was this celebrity chef? Who was it? It was a man named Danny Bowen. Danny Bowen uh, adopted and raised in an Oklahoma Korean-American cook's Chinese food to, to stellar levels to the point where he's internationally recognized. But it doesn't stop there. And you can go on Wikipedia. Danny Bowen also won the World Pesto Championship, I believe in 2013. He, He just got entered into the contest. He had his own recipe for pesto and he won. This was in Italy and he won the World Pesto Championship. I'm literally right now, I'm trying to think of a cooler individual in the world. I can't think of any. I mean, days before the event even kicked off, I was hyping him up. In my head, I was, I was building up this image to the point where he was almost a god. He had these neck tattoos, a rose and a Korean flag on the other, and it's actually seen with the shirt off, blasted with tattoos there, but spaced out. Each individual one, a different piece, a different portrait. And I believe on his left bicep, he had barbed wire, and I think he had it ironically. He was... Almost the most interesting man in the world as well. I did more research. Apparently his wife, young me, they had a traditional Korean wedding and their kid, Mino, maybe two years old at the time, one of the cutest kids I've ever seen in my life. They documented him a lot on Instagram. Danny didn't do turkey on Thanksgiving. He did prime rib and he actually showed people how to cook it on air local news, I think New York City. And about New York City, it's living there that Danny doesn't even need an alarm clock. He just wakes up. And on on his way to his restaurant, Uh, he'll stop by local markets, pick up random produce and experiment there. Every month he does menu development. His restaurant itself, I went there in New York after this. I mean, it's got this punk rock energy. The napkins were pink. There was a fish tank. Overpriced, I'm not one to say. I spent $50 alone. Then again, the beer I got was $8. But this world all, all brought to me by a man maybe 35 years old who has never cooked Italian food professionally, I don't think, in his life, and was a world champion, that belt around his waist, he was easily the most ill person that I have ever known in my life. Now, some might say my research in regards to Mr. Bowen may be deemed a little excessive. Others might say just remarkably studious. And I can see both sides. Either way, all I knew... I wanted to meet this man, wanted to shake his hand, maybe have a quick little conversation. The day of the event, we had to get there 30 minutes early. It wasn't by choice. We were ordered to get there. Uh, Danny and head of Pock Pock, Andy Ricker, going to address everyone on the dishes that were going to be served. When I walked in, there was a cluster of employees almost close to the front, weirdly close to the front door, all talking amongst themselves. I didn't know any of them. So inside jokes being bounced around, talk about last night's activities, whatever it might be. But I walk in, I get my own space, establish myself, and I see Danny Bowen, the man that I only see on Wikipedia and YouTube. He's at the bar talking to his beverage directors. The name was Sam Anderson. I don't think they work together anymore, but Sam flew along with Danny, and they were going over something. I'm assuming logistical questions. Danny was wearing large cargo pants. I believe they were green. His top, uh, tight blue, pinstriped he had an apron around his waist and he wore Crocs, but he wore the Crocs that chefs wear. thats uh, that non-slip rubber bottom. It wasn't the time to go up and talk to him. He had to address the group, lots to prepare for. I mean, he did just that, talked about the specific dishes, and what to look out for. He was talking about the uh, Sheshezuan peppercorn and the thrice-cooked bacon and the uh, numbing energy that it provides. That seemed to be the word of the day, numbing, numbing. And myself, I... Really, I'm not that experienced with peppercorns aside from that pair of salt. So that was something in its own right. But once we walked through that, once we tasted everything, we got a, a sense of what was gonna happen. I mean, it was go time. I was out front checking IDs. And, and most, at the median age, might've been 42. Like everyone was clearly over 20. It was also during a school day. Uh, but they, they wanted me to check everyone's ID. And I, I did just that. And no one was sneaking in on my watch. And I held that post maybe hour, 45 minutes hour 45 minutes, and it was actually said, you know what, you can leave early. Things are kind of slowing down here. So I peel back inside and grab my coat. I got my keys, my wallet, my phone on me. Uh, The room itself, people kind of paired off, not clicky, but you know, twos and twos, threes and threes at certain tables. No one's really walking around individually. Uh, But there was Danny Bowen. One person actually got a selfie with him moments before I looked at him. Danny went back on his phone. I was operating on his timetable. I had no other plans, but he had to uh, attend to people, uh, finish up this event, whatever it might be. And obviously he's visiting in Portland. I'd imagine the rest of his schedule probably blocked off. I don't know if it's press related or just uh, family friend activities. He, He was standing in the middle of the restaurant. I had my phone in hand and I was prepared to walk up to him, shake his hand and say, hey, this was truly a tremendous experience. Thank you. Can I have a photo? I was ready to say that. I had ran that dialogue through my mind. And it was interesting because as I was looking at him, he had his phone out. I think he had an Android, but he had his phone out. He was just looking on it. And and the the scene itself, it felt like in those movies uh, where it's like a high school homecoming. And the guy sees the pretty girl that he has a crush on. And she's standing in the middle of the dance floor and the lights on her. And she's looking around, wishing someone would ask her to dance And that song's about to be queued up, the slow dance song, and and neither of them want to be alone for that. Summoning up the courage, usually in those movies, those homecoming films, the boy will walk over, take that girl's hand, they'll slow dance, maybe kiss. I got that energy from this moment in that restaurant. Danny wasn't looking around. I, I honestly don't think he wanted anyone to dance, but I felt like that timid high school boy, except... I wasn't asking my crush to dance. What I was gonna do was walk up to a world champion, have a quick conversation, snap a selfie and leave. What actually happened? Well, I walked up to Danny. He was on his phone and within about five feet, I said his name, Danny. He looked up and as he looked up, his right index finger, bringing his glasses above the bridge of his nose, looking at me, hey, to which I reply, I went blank. I went blank. I said, thank you, and I shook his hand. My my hands, you know, I'm gonna guess they were clammy, I can't remember his, uh, dry, but smooth, quick shake. I nodded down once, and I walked out of the door. I lost all courage. I was very disappointed in myself. I just missed a golden opportunity to take a photo with a world champion. In hindsight, it feels corny. And I might just be saying this to make myself feel better, but Danny Bone has barbed wire tattooed on his left bicep, I'm, I'm guessing ironically. How do we think he feels about selfies? Everyone, I'm looking at the clock right now. If you were going to work, if you were coming home, I hope you commuted safely. If you were lounging around the house, it doesn't have to be the Hamptons. If it is, great. If not, I hope you enjoyed yourself. And if you were working out, I hope it was a great run, a bike session. I hope it was good cardio, and I hope it was an absolutely fantastic pump. Everyone, this was the 50th installment of the Monday Morning Commute. My name is John. This all was my thing. Thank you for rocking with me. Until next time.